What's up, my friends? Matt Prince here. This is the Matt Prince Podcast, brought to you by strengthcoachsecrets.com and Royal Fitness. Today's topic is this, improve your squat. Right, so simple, boring title for the podcast today, but um, what we want to do is I want to share some uh, squat tips to help you improve your squat. Now, one of the guys in the gym, he was chatting to me about his squatting. He wants to get his squat up, and uh, and I love a good squat. I think squats are a fantastic exercise. Um, I think that uh, if you can improve your squat, it actually has a huge, huge carryover into a lot of other things, like whether it's into the strongman lifts or um, into your athletic performance and things like that. So squat is definitely a good thing to do. Um, one thing I do always say and i'm preaching like a motherfucker but no one seems to hear it is it doesn't have to be a low bar barbell back squat right like getting better and stronger in the squat position and in the squat mechanics and the squat movement um is is gold like powerlifters yeah you need to get good at pretty much powerlifting is low bar back squat like like that's one of the main lifts out of the three so you have to be sufficient and very very strong in that lift to be a good powerlifter but if you're not a powerlifter and you're just uh, just someone lifting to get bigger and stronger, like you don't need to use a barbell. You don't need to be, um, you know, like fucking your body up in positions that just doesn't feel right. So that's the first thing. I do think squat is one of the king of lifts. Um, and I'm a biased person. I prefer it over deadlifts. Um, that's just a personal bias. My body works better for it, uh, being a longer torso, shorter femurs, um, it seems to just work well. I think I've got really good squat mechanics and I feel good with it. Um, whereas a deadlift, I think because of my long torso, it's it loads that lower back a little bit more. So I have a little bit more problems and I, I need to spend a lot more effort um, strengthening up that low back because I just, I don't, know, I don't know if it's from the twisting in jiu-jitsu and stuff like that that, that triggers it, but just the, the, the leverage doesn't agree with me. So squatting, I'm going to I'm gonna pick every day of the week to go heavy over deads. Anyway, how do we improve the squat? First thing you want to do is you want to make sure that your movement is good, so your movement capacity. Now, mobility is important in the squatting mechanics. If you want to be squatting low, if you want to be squatting below parallel, you need to have great ankle mobility through loosening up the calves and through loosening up, you know, the... the or basically everything around the ankle, right? Your tibialis anterior, which is that big, big thick muscle on the front of your shin. Um, getting that looser, making sure your Achilles and stuff are loosened out. Your feet might be an issue, so you might need to roll your feet out. Um, you know, doing your soleus and all those, all those muscles around the lower calf and calf. If you can free them up, that's going to help with your ankle mobility. And this is something that you know, at first, while you're getting it, uh, let's say you drop down into a squat and you, you struggle to get, you know, that that forward knee. Um, movement so where your knees basically go over your toes so you get a good shin, shin angle there for your deep squat if you struggle with that start before classes just roll on the shit out of your soleus and your achilles area with a hard foam roller or we've got the the mobility wad the battle axe tool thing that's in the um in the gym like free that up and then do some ankle stretches like just calf stretches and uh and see what happens like i guarantee just two three minutes before a session will free up the ankles massively i've had guys like lukey myers guys like chazzy was doing that and a few others that needed to improve the ankle mobility um and and then you know it worked very very well and it's just a, a bit of a release so you get temporarily um more mobile there and then you can train that pattern with your better mobility in the session so that's a really good Pro tip, if your ankles are tight, fucking smash them out before a session just to get them loose enough so you can squat nice and deep. And over time, your movement quality will change and will improve. Guarantee it. Anyway, 
That's part one. Part two, um, another way to get around the ankles is wearing Ollie lifting shoes. So your, your platform shoes or even putting your heels on top of some small weight plates. I prefer the Ollie shoes over the weight plates purely because it is you know just safer really and um, less less things to think about and can go wrong. Um, there's nothing worse than putting on you know, 180 kilos on a barbell and you're stepping back looking for these two one kilo plates for your heels to, to match up perfectly exactly where you want them. It's just... Yeah, it's not ideal. So the Ollie shoes is something if you want to get really good at squatting, it might be worth investing in um, if an ankle mobility thing is an issue. Um, I personally don't use my Ollie shoes um, anymore, uh, but it doesn't mean they're bad. There's a bunch of guys in the gym who, who use them and I recommend to use them. But for me, I I prefer to squat barefoot, um, tries to recruit a little bit more hamstring and stuff like that. Um, because I've got good mobility though, I can I can still sit right back into it and not have to, to worry about um, my ankle mobility too much. So that's, uh, that's the first piece. Second piece, if your hamstrings or your adductors, like your groins and stuff are really tight. So you, you struggle to, to get down because it's tight around that, like middle of the upper leg area. You just need to be stretching and rolling more, right? And, and the best way to stretch and move is to do the movements that you want to achieve, right? So if you suck at squatting, let's say you're really tight in squatting and you want to get better at squatting. I had one girl, um, Trishelle, she hasn't trained with us for years, and I doubt she listened to the podcast, but she was amazing to train. And um, when she was when she was training, like she wanted to get her squat ass to grass. It was like her thing was to, she wanted to squat heaps. And she ended up squatting, I think she ended up squatting 100 kilos, uh, which was really, really good. Uh, from memory, it was 100 kilos. Um, from where she came from, it was just an incredible progression. And this is years ago. This is before I knew anything. So um, it was a massive, massive weight back then. Might have been 110. Might be shortchanging her a little bit. Um, maybe even more. I don't know. But <laughs> we, um, what I had her do to get her depth better was she would start brushing her teeth in the squat position, right? So spending more time in the squat position helped her free up her hips and her hamstrings and everything like that, her quads and ankles even. It did everything. And basically, she spent more time there, so it just become more natural, right? And I took that idea from when I was traveling Vietnam, and you'd see all the Vietnamese men just sitting around smoking, and they're in a full squat, or they're eating their faux soup in a full squat, right? Very, very, very um, smart way. That's why they got no fucking chiro- chiropractors or osteos and stuff over there because they don't need them because they have like great hip rank, great hip mobility, which means the backs are usually pretty healthy too. Um, so that's something. That even if you um, can squat well, if you feel really tight in your hips and back, doing little drills where you you know you, you squat like our warm up at RFs always starts in a squat, pushing the knees out, chest is up, um, creating just just opening things up, right? But we had uh, had to show use a you know, brushing your teeth method. So she'd spend her, you know, whatever, two, three minutes in a squat every morning and every night and she got heaps better at it dramatically fast. So something to consider. So that's another thing. Spend more time in the movement so you get that mobility. Now, when we start to look at the other pieces, right? With people, I'm assuming now you've got your you got your mobility down in your in your body. You can get to full squat body weight. You can do it with goblet squats. You can do the front-loaded ones. Let's say you're a back squatter and you're just stalling out. Now, this is how I look at mine. I systematically attack weak points, right? This is how I attack them training with all the Royal Fitness members in all of the lifts. Everything we want to get better at in any any, any sporting context. Even like um, I was chatting to Pross. He's got a fight next week. Um, I'm like, mate, we're going to pay attention to what you need to work on after this fight. We're just basically going to fill that plug, right? I know you're going to go in there and win. You're going to have a first-round finish. I'm fucking sure of it. Like, I've got your back here. But I want you to pay attention to what feels like it, it just needs more work or needs more help. 
right? And it doesn't mean that it's a weak point. It means that it's a, a spot. If we can, if we can improve it, it's going to take the rest of your performance to another level, right? And I think of this with like the lifts, right? Let's say an easy one to talk about is is the squat. Like if you have, if you look at the squat, let's say assuming you're good mechanics, you got, you know, everything's going good. Right, I'd say four things that the squat can improve. You can improve on the squat to get it better. One is technique, right? Technique, just making sure that you got the right you know, movement. Um, you got the bar in the right place. You're tensing all the things at the right time. You got your right, you know, using the Volsava method with that that, t- that deep belly breath, bracing everything really tight. Um, and you're sitting back, you're opening up from the taint, as Eddie Cohn would say. Um, you're squatting sort of down. You're not sitting too far back, but you're not sitting too far forward. You're bending at the hips first, but not, you know, it's sort of a smooth motion. So you get your technique down pat, right? After you get your technique down pat, it's like, hey, what's weak? Can you leg press? Like, can you belt squat good? So it's just legs only, right? And this is one thing, like, it's really helped my squat is I've got my quads heaps stronger. The squat's feeling really good at the moment. Um, and, it, and I haven't even gone close to my max, but I, I was pumping them out really comfortably. I had 100, it was 187 or 182 on a safety bar um, just the other week. And the other reason I stopped was because I was getting dizzy. Right? I had a, had a headache from the, the heavy kettlebell swings and stuff I was doing before. This is after swinging and stuff as well. So these are, these are like pre-fatigue squats I was doing. And it was to warm up to belt squat. But I've been hitting belt squats in between the 200 and 300 kilo mark for reps. And um, building my, my legs in strength and, and size as well. And what I've noticed is there's a huge, huge, obviously the squat is a leg dominant motion, but you don't think of just attacking the legs to make them stronger to help you squat. You sort of think about squatting more. Um, if your legs are what's holding you back, after you've done your squats and you've done your squat training with the bar, go and just fuck yourself up on the bar on the belt squat, right? Go legs only, get nice and deep, get smash them out, right? And that, that will really, really help build up the quads and build up that that leg strength and power that you need probably. So that's one aspect. Test where you're at on the belt squat. And if it's close to what your barbell squat is, you've probably got a lot of work to do on there. It should be much higher, right? For me, it's like 100 kilos high. And, and that's good, right? Next piece, if, you, if you're weak in your core, right? Let's say you can't stay upright. That, that might be a core thing or a glute thing, depending on your, on your body type. But let's say you're weak in your core and that's your, that's your issue. You need to bring up your abs. You've got to do more ab work, right? Some people, it's weak in their lower back. Um, and that, that's, again, that's like another thing. Like you can build the lower back, the glutes, and the hamstrings, all the same thing. So you might be hitting more Romanians, more um, hyperextensions and stuff like that to bring them up, more good mornings to bring up those muscles. Um, and then the last piece with it, I'd say, would be the the upper back. Like, how's your upper back strength? Can you support that bar well? Can you pull it in tight? So when you get out of the bottom of the hole, you're not rounding and rolling your upper back and falling forward. You're staying nice and tight. Your upper back supporting the bar, so you're not rolling in the upper back. Your core and your lower back are supporting the upright body, so you're not folding forward. And then your legs are driving through powerfully. If you can connect all of these dots good things will happen. Now, if you are not sure on what's weak, I want you to play with them. Play with the, the belt squat. Play with the ab work. Play with the lower back work. Play with the upper back work. And if you find something that you, you're surprised that it's it should, you just feel like it should be easier than what it actually was, that's your weakness. That's something you want to bring up. So now, if you can piece all of those pieces together, you're going to have all of your accessory movements covered. You know, hey, I've got a belt squat. Hey, I've got to do kettlebell swings for Romanians for my glutes and my hamstrings. Hey, I've got to do um, hyperextensions for my back. Hey, I've got to do ab lifts for my core, right? That's a good plan, right? If it's upper back thing, it's like just more rows, um, more rowing and pull-up motions, basically. Um, now, the next piece, the program side. When you want to get good at anything, you need to do it more. 
right? The squats are fantastic exercise, but they will also fuck you up if you do it too heavy too often. Um, there is different programs that would suggest high rep squatting and high frequency squatting and high volume squatting. I don't like that. I like to keep the barbell reps uh, to a low sort of rep range and um, for, for specific really heavy squats, I don't like to do sets of like heavy eights and stuff like that. I prefer it to be under five um, and then use the higher reps for things like paused squats or front goblet squats or other things, right? Belt squats, even stuff that's a bit safer. Um, it's not gonna, not gonna basically take one little wrong movement and that puts you at risk of injury. So I like to do a heavy day as the main day. So let's say, you know, in, in RF, we have our max effort work day, which is usually on a Monday or a Tuesday. Um, that would be the main thing. And then we do more speed work or the repetition based work, depending on what's needed on the Saturday with our, with our lifts like squats and deads. It's always speed based um, without people even knowing it, but it's going to be at a sort of a weight that could be in between pretty much in between 70% and 85 to 90%, depending on the rep ranges and the, the idea of what we're trying to do. But the idea is the compensatory acceleration training techniques or speed training techniques where you're using um, accommodating resistance and you pump them through and it does feel really heavy, but it's still moving quick or the compensatory acceleration where you're trying to just really think about moving that weight quick, right? And the little, little techniques for that, like I, I think rep range is what wise you want to be hitting around 25 reps total for the session. And I would be doing it in sets of like six by four, four by six, five by five, eight by three, 12 by two, something like that. Something along those lines, not, um, not hitting sets of 12 for two sets. That's more what you do in the accessory work. So you've got one day heavy, Monday or Tuesday for the RF members. One day is really heavy. You're doing, you know, like last night we did a three or max box squat. Um, you know, we might be hitting a trap bar deadlift or something, but you're getting that heavy grind stimulus. And then on that second day, that's where you're working a, a movement that you need to get better at, that you suck at. Like something, again, that you're surprised at. It might be a low box squat with a safety bar. And this is what I've recommended my boy who I was helping with. I've recommended him going lower on the box to get it to basically make the range of motion bigger. So he has to grind for longer, right? Um, and he's doing that on a safety bar. We're going five by five. Week one's going to be 65% because it's a deep, low box squat, so it's going to be harder. So I've made it um, lighter to start with. And then we're going to go 70% week two, five by five, and then 75% week three, five by five, right? Once that wave's done, once he's done three weeks, basically what we're going to do is we're going to take a lighter, a deload week. Um, we're going to back it down a little bit, and then we're going to start again. Right, we'll probably either hit the same lift if it's still progressing or we'll change it um, for the next three weeks, just depending on how his, his body's responding to it. Um, after he's done that five-by-five five work, he's got belt squats and he's basically going to bring up belt, belt squats. I basically said there's 100 kilos on the belt squat. I always have 100 kilos just sitting on the belt squat. I said, keep doing that, four sets or two to four sets, depending on feel. Hit it as hard as you can. Um, and basically, once you get four sets of 10, let me know. <laughs> and basically what happens then is that we go up in weight. But he's focusing that on, on getting really deep, building up the quads. Um, and right now I know he can't do sets of 10 at it because um, we tested it last night. He got, I think, eight and then like six or so. Um, so as he improves that to four by 10, now he's going to end up with 400 kilos worth of, uh, or, sorry, more. There'll, there'll be um, 4,000 kilos worth of volume in the belt squat. So, yeah, 10 by 100. Uh, yeah. Yeah, four, four times, it's 4,000 kilos. So after every squat session, like speed work, he's going straight into this heavy leg volume. So he's going to get a lot of his stuff there, but it's done in a safe manner. So 
we're piecing them together now. So we've got our max effort work. We've got our speed work. We're hitting the accessories that he needs to hit. Um, and, and we're going hard as fuck, right? And the rest of the time, we're still building up the glutes. We're still building up the hamstrings. We're doing the Romanians. We're doing the deadlifts. We're doing the core. We're doing all the upper back work. That's all in there. That's all part of the program. But um, yeah, that's sort of the, the specific stuff I said to do specifically to him. Um, and I'd recommend you find those things and add them into your own training too. So hope that helps out, guys. If you have any questions, feel free to hit me up. Um, but if you need a, any help with your training, you can hit us up at Royal Fitness um, on the socials and we'll do our best to help you out. We've got our trial programs. If you've got friends, or you know yourself you want to get involved just get involved let us know have a trial and we'll see how we go anyway hope you're all well talk to you soon bye